Um, so yes, so, so today's daf is daf Chafav, and in yesterday's shir, we, um, I didn't actually finish the sugiru on, but that's good because we come back to it in, t- in this shir. So if you recall, we said that Rabban Gamli wanted to metak in Demain Surya. That's what we said in, in last year. In other words, since most of the majority of the fields were belong to Nochrim, they weren't metak in Demain Surya. They were only metak in Eretz Israel. So he thought, no, actually Jews live there as well. So maybe we should, there's also projects of Jews who should metak in Demain. Then Rambo said, if that's the case, you should be choshish for the, the coin, you should be choshish for the chala they receive. They receive chala, maybe they should then also be concerned that it's Demain. And the Gemara said, well, that doesn't make sense because Rabbi Hoshaya said, you really don't have to be choshesh for chala from an Aretz because because it's considered like a, uh, they treat it like with the severity of a korban, being chala, being truma, like, therefore there's nothing to worry about. So that doesn't make sense. That would be his retort. And the Gemara says, no, there's a difference between Surya and Eretz Israel. Why? Because in Surya, if you remember, we separate two chalas. One is burnt and the other one's given to the Kohanim. One is burnt because of Tumat Chutzlaris, because it's not like part of Eretz Israel. This is not an area that was conquered by Ole Bavil. Um, so the first one is burnt. That's Kish- but, but we take a Shira's worth because that area was conquered by Ole Eretz Israel. Sorry, Ole Mitzrayim. So therefore, it's a bit like Trumador. It has a Al-Smach if you like. It was an area that had Kedusha Eretz Israel. And the second one is given as a Zecher to the coin. We'll see towards the end of the day why that is, but even though we explained it. So then what's the concern? The reason is, since there's two, we should be concerned that maybe the one that was going to be burnt was given to the, was given to the Kohen to eat. And if the one that was going to be burnt, well, the, there's no Eimat Kodshin or something that's going to be burnt. So maybe the Kohen should be Choshesh in Surya, that the one he received is Demai. You know, if you're going to attack in Demai in Surya, you have to go the whole way. And even the Chal of the Kohen receives, which should also, the Demai should apply. So Amr of Mana Rabbana says, no, Lord Tanir Rabbishah El Mataya Choshun, this is now the canoe before we left off. What does it mean, al chalatan? That sounds like on the on the chala that is theirs to receive. In other words, if it was just where choshesh they might have been given the wrong chala, the one that goes to or, and that's why that that's why we should attack in demai. Oh, well, then then you would have said yachoshu al chala, but the yachoshu koim al chalatan implies that the chala is meant to be given to them, you should be choshishon, and therefore that seems to contradict his uh, position that Eimat Kodshin Aleyhem, that elsewhere we find Eretz Israel, that, you know, you don't have to be worried about um, the chala that might be demai because of the severity that the uh, Amarites will associate with it. And that's, therefore, we're back to our original question that, that Rebbe Shai seems to contradict himself. We'll come back to Rebbe Shai soon. Let's continue. Halokeach min ha-nachdom min kor. If you're purchasing dough, from, we'll see in a moment, uh, from, or bread from a nachtom, or from a woman who's selling it in the marketplace, tzarich lafrish chalat demai. Now, there's two ways to explain this, Reb Chaim says. One is, we're talking, we're saying that the chala of an ama'aretz is patur min demai, as we've been saying. So the chala the Kohen receives is patur min demai. That's only... If it is the next case, hamitareach it's law. If you if person is um, not selling it, because if they're selling it, then they're leaning. Then we say no, you should be sells to be choshesh of, of demai. Okay, but that's one way of explaining. I read Reb Chaim actually, just so we don't lose track. He says, says um, as follows: Avalokach mi balabayit umitareach it's law. Um, so even someone, a guest, who's saying buy a baker, gives him chala. What do we say that you then you don't have to um, you don't have to you don't have to worry about 
Despite the fact we learned back in the second Demai that a challah you receive from Aaretz is part from a Demai, the law Gazra Leia, the Xera of the mind doesn't apply. Only if you're a guest at his house. If you're purchasing from a Nachtum, from a baker, then law. Okay? That's what it sounds like. So, in other words, the, what the Gemara is saying is this whole leniency. Of um of chalat uh, amaritz, you don't have to worry about demai. That's only if it was um if you were mitarechet if you were a guest at his house. Okay. However, there's yesh mefarshim. He says that explains it differently. In other ways to explain this is that we're not talking about the the chala that's being received if you have to be choshesh demai or not. The question is the bread you get or the dough you get, which seem to be how we were reading it initially. Do I have to be chosh if the chal has been separated or not? Okay. So in other words, the other way of understanding this sugya is when do we say that in Amaret you have to be chosh if they didn't separate chal because it's, if you like, chamur and everything. That's if you met a lord, your guest at his house and he makes fresh bread. Now you don't have to worry about it. You certainly would have separated chal. However, if you purchase from Anacht or Ma'aretz, then you would have to separate chal. So, this this is kind of like a confusing thing we have over the last up and the you know going forward a little bit as well, is when it's when we're talking about chalat demai or choshesh or things like that, are we talking about the chala itself? I don't have to worry about trumas amatsa being separate that has been separated or not. Or we're we talking about bread or dough received. Do we have to be choshesh or not that chala has been separated? Right? What's the suffix here? Is it suffix of the chala being separated or the chala itself, whether trumas amatsa was separated prior to that? So that's again the two different explanations, but we'll sort of continue this way. Then it says, um, however, let's just quote it again. Okay, that's what it sounds like. That if you're a guest by um, or if you get it from a balabait, or you're a guest, sounds like by a nachtom, it might be, sounds like, and then you don't have to worry about. Being, don't have to worry about the chala that you receive, that it, whether it's the or not. So, what's that mean? So, I'll read Reb Chaim. He says, when you purchase from Balabait, meaning the Balabait, when you, when you separate the chala that's separated from that dough, it's talking about not when you purchase from a balabait but if you it's only if you're at his house so it's balabait and you meet a the two go together or brighter from the brighter itself the partial shot ashmin it seems to be the bay meter it's a balabait because it sounded like if even if you were a guest by a professional bank you wouldn't have to worry about it uh, but but if you if you're lokeach even if you purchase from a balabait it's rich lafrish so so, in other words, what we seem to be saying is here that if you balabait, if you buy a balabait, it means balabait um the hamitareach it's law. Like they two go together. Okay, that's what it's saying. That's when you can say that the challah that's, that's been separated, you don't have to worry about the mai. Okay, let's continue. Okay, so Amrabi Amrabi Yona vehensharu otol megabel etzel acher. Now, what's this talking about? So, read Rav Chaim once again. So, this is v'ham ube mitareach. So, we have this leading see if you're a guest at this person's house. Nami lo amran ele beshira u otome gabel 
That's only if you see him kneading the dough by a chaver. Chaver is someone who's trusted with the laws of Trumas and Masro and with Tumantara. Okay. Meaning, when do you say that you don't have to worry about the, the challah that's been separated, whether it's, uh, is, have Trumas and Masro still involved there, whether it's Demai or not? That's when he invited his chaver neighbor over to ensure that the separation of challah occurred by Tara. Since we see that this Amaaretz, his host, is makbid, that it will be in a state of tara, then you can be certain as well <clears throat> that he must have done safra shumas In other words, we seem to be limiting and limiting and limiting further and further, you know, in terms of when you can say you don't have to worry about the chal, it might be demai or not. So the last one, the last opinion we're seeing now is, oh, that's only if when he was separating the chal, he was doing so with assistance of a chaver to ensure it would be batara. Because if he's worried about, if he's, you can see quite clearly being so makbid that the chal would be batara, clearly he was also makbid in, uh, with Afrasha Trumas Amasra as well. Okay. And we shouldn't have to speak about the whole inyan of being mitareyach, and I could just say, when you, when you witness, when you witness that the, the bread has been made. Ah, good question. The, yeah, I, yeah, good question. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, meaning, if if it, like if there was a good hechsher, you're saying if you if there was a good hechsher on the place. Well, yeah, clearly if there's a good hechsher on the place, there's nothing to worry about. But I think I think yeah, I don't know. You're right in terms of why do we have to add mitareach? I don't know. Okay, let's continue. Um, okay, what's a chazaka that we have the that the chala that comes from Balabati Mitsuri, you don't have to separate Damai. Okay, what's that mean? What it means is, I'll read your Rukhaim. As we said in Surya, a majority of the population there was Nochrim, and we said anything in Surya that grows, uh, the, uh, the property of a Nochri in Surya, we said is patur from Hafrashat Trumasra, we said. That, you know, that was the, again, the status of Surya, when's it like Eretz or not? Therefore, since Majority of the products there came from Nochrim. Therefore, a chal, the challah that you receive from in, in Israel within Surya, you can assume the product came from something that's patron Trumas Amasra. Okay? However, the imiadua, if however you know, Sharov Machni so Meaning, What's imyadur shrov machzol mishalol? Meaning shabala bayit rov masha machnis limkor mishalol machnis. If you know that a majority of what he is collecting is actually his own products, then you have to lafrish demai. Okay. Now the Gemara says, if that's the case, rabun barachia bayi late hada palig al rabbi washaya. Now, if you recall, how do we start this stuff? We started this stuff. Ramagamli will try to attack and demai in Surya. Rabbi Boshai was against it. He says, if you're going to do that, you're going to have to be choshish for chala as well, that, that which would be demai. You have to treat the chala as demai. And we explain that to talk about this because Surya is interesting because there's two, there are two, two chalas being, doing Afrasha. That's why I'd be concerned in Surya as opposed to Eretz Israel. What we just said here, though, is if you know that you're, you're, you're the, you, if we've got a situation to get the language right, Shirov Machnisol Mishalo, we're talking about in Israel that we know most of the products is, is his own products, is from Israel, then you have to lafrish Chala Demai. That sounds like what? We're Gozer Demai in Surya. 
That's what it sounds like, and quite simply, quite clear from this case. So th- this seems to be cholok on, on Rabbi Shah that says we shouldn't be gozer demai in Surya. So the Gemara says, no, Amr Abmana, kan bevadai, kan be safek. Now you've got be'aretz and chutzlaretz, but the uh, Rav Chaim goes by the gears of the Gra. This is the difference between the Vai and be safek. Meaning, read Rav Chaim, kolama. Lo amar stam. Now, when Rabbi Yoshai said there's no reason to make a takanav demai in Surya, that's when you look at stam. You're just purchasing from, uh, you, you don't know in terms of what the, uh, where the material came from. You don't know how, what, where the, um, where the flour was purchased, if it was from a goy of Israel to produce this dough. The stammer, because then you can assume stammer shall go because that's a majority of the population there. Abal vevadai. But if you know you know the flowers came from the field of a Jew in that area, then of course he would agree. So now this, his objection was he's making that kind of demai stum across all of Syria. But he would agree that indeed if it came from Israel, there should be no different. Just because just in Israel's master in Syria, like in Israel, you'd have to treat the products of demai in Syria as well, if you know it coming from Israel. If we know again by this Israel that he majority of the stuff he has is his own, you have to you have to treat it as demai. Okay, fine. He continues, but I think of the point. Let's continue now. Let's 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 um, we're talking about the borders of various Israel here. So we talked about the three areas in the world, if you like, the areas ad chaziv. Let me just share. I'll just share some maps as we go along. These are maps taken straight out of the art scroll. Um, the art scroll Gemara. Um, he puts Khziv in between Akko and Roshanikra, right? Sort of between that area. That's where the area was Ole Bavel. And then we said the next region is all the way up until Haramana, which, by the way, we'll see, as we see the Gemara, I'll show you some pictures in a minute. That takes it all the way up to somewhere like here, somewhere in the border of Syria and, um, and Turkey, right? If you sort of have a look at the map, I'll bring on Google, Google Maps here. That was somewhere over here, according to the diagram we just had, which you can see is like, sort of on the coast near the border of Syria and Turkey. And you can see there's like a mountain region there. I think it's called Mount Silik or Kilik or something. Whatever. You get the point. Anyway, so, and that was the second region where the, where we said that was like an area that was Ole, conquered by Ole Mitzrayim and not Ole Bavil. And that he had to do two Afrashot. And then beyond that was Chutzlar, so we also have to do two Afrashot. So let's have a look. Rav Huna Amar, Kenam Indim Mikziv Va'ad Hana'ar, Mikziv Amana. Now, what's interesting, because the, the Mishnah says Mixiv Adanar Adamana. It sounds like Kaziv to Nahar and then to Amana. But what the Gemara is saying is no, that the Nahar and Amana or Amanam are two places, one east and one west, north of Kaziv that make those two that like make make the northern borders of the next region. That's what it's telling. Tani Ezu Eretz Ezu now, what then is that, that top border of, from Oleia, if you like Oleia, it's rhyme. That's, kol shuhu shofea mitavras amanam velifnim. That's Eretz Yisrael mitavras amanam velichutz. That is Eretz Yisrael. In other words, that that mountain region by Haramana. And the peak sloping towards Eretz Yisrael is in the Eretz Yisrael. The peak sloping away from Eretz Yisrael is outside Eretz So it's like almost the peak of that mountain is, if you like, the border of Eretz Yisrael. Okay. Let's continue. Hanisim Shibayam. What about islands within uh, within the Mediterranean Sea? Are they considered part of Eretz Israel or not? Or how far? And this is very relevant because that's exactly what the, the news is talking about, having agreements now in terms of uh, 
gas fields in areas with Lebanon and Israel. But the question is, Minatoro, which areas is considered part of Eretz Israel? Which islands? Which areas? What the Gemara says is as follows. So you draw a line here. So that's from the Amana Mountains. As I said, it's somewhere near the, the border of Syria, Turkey, that area, region you can see here. A line is drawn all the way to Nachal Mitzrayim, which I think according to this map is somewhere like Wadi El Harish or something. Um, but could be wrong. Anyway, so, so you draw a line and anything... That within from the line towards Eretz Israel is considered part of Eretz Israel, and from that line outwards is not. So you can have some islands here theoretically that would be considered part of um part of everything. So Rabbi Yehuda actually says like this: you anything within the sea that's connected Eretz Israel, so to the west of Eretz Israel, all the way the whole Mediterranean. Um, the Mediterranean Sea, all the way to the ocean, is considered, all those islands are considered part of Eretz Israel, like this. Okay? Islands, not like land masses, people say as well. Shinema, why? Because his Gvulyam, what's the western border of Eretz Israel? That's the Mediterranean Sea. Which is interesting. And, and then the Torah repeats itself, and this border is your western border. So the double Lashon contrib Yehuda is that everything within the Mediterranean Sea is considered part of Eretz Israel, which is quite a much bigger area than uh, Eretz Israel itself, if you keep on going. Everything like uh, Sicily and... Uh, yeah, so I, well, if, if it's encompassed by that area, yeah, I, I assume so. Um, let me just get my Google Maps up. Yeah, I just, like, um, yeah, Sicily, Cyprus, or oh, maybe Cyprus, yeah, maybe Cyprus, if we can just fit in. That's what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's right. That should already be Huda. Okay. Now, Shabbat Stadim, Mahena Tenro Eadum Kilo Hud Matuach Mi Kiplaria, that Okeanos. So Kiplaria is um, that, again, the city, the peak of the Amana Mountains, Haramana, which is over here. So it's like the picture I've just shown you. Draw a line all the way to there across and from there across. And as long as it's within that band, then it's considered okay, that's it. In the future, when the Galiot come, Gibbot's Galiot, eventually everyone comes back to Eretz Israel. It says, when the Galiot get to Latavras, Amnam, which is again that northern part, um, the, the Rosh Hashanah says that Yirmiyahu the, says they're going to come to Eretz Israel from the north. Okay. Right, not narrow plains, it sounds like. They're going to come from the north, come this way. And B'nai Israel are going to go up to meet them in Kiflaria. And what's going to happen? Atidot lo mar they're going to sing shir, they're shenei mar, tushuri, you shall sing mirosh amana. Mirosh amana is on that top, on the mound. Okay? Itani tani yardem er Yisrael, itani tani yardem mechutz laaret, itani tani yardem gvul bifneatzmo. So the yardet itself, which I don't think I need to show you a map of that, because I'm pretty sure you're familiar with it. There's the question, is that part of Eretz Israel? Is it not part of Eretz Israel, or is it like a Rashut Befneatzmo? As you'll see, sir. So, Manda Amar is Yarden Eretz Israel. The Shit that says it's part of Eretz Israel is that's because it says when it's talking about the borders, Vaharava Vahyarden Gvul. Then, when it's talking about the, the internal borders of Eretz Israel, it refers to Yarden, the Arava is one region, and the Yarden is the other. Okay? Manda Amah Yarden Mechutza Aretz. The sheet that says it's from Chutza Aretz is Vayarden Yigbol Et Yigbol Otoli Pat Kedma. That's the gears we have here, 
and the Rokhaim says Yigbolo Talipat Kedma. Um, that was he explains. I'll read Rokhaim Hayarden Yigbolo Tchum Nachalat Binyamin. That's what surrounds the Nachalat Binyamin. Lipat Kedma towards the east. So that sounds like it's not including it. Okay. Whereas the Grah has a different Gerasis. He brings a different puzzle. They are now crossing the, the Jordan in order to go to Eretz Canaan. Mashma, the Jordan itself is not part of Eretz Israel. Now, the shit that says it's a Gvul in itself, then in, you'd have to have 10 in one place in, within the Yarden. What does that even mean? I read Rab Chaim. He says Hashda Kamal Dilamanda Mayarden Gvul Vifnatz More that it's own it's own Rishut Ef Sharshit Chev Sham Maisa Behema. You can only be Chayev Maisa Behema unless if you have if you like ten animals standing within the Yarden Ella Im Yeshi Be Yarden Atzmo Asara that there are ten um the there there are ten animals Da Inu Mitzdarfen because it's not going to be starved to the, those on Eretz it's Israel it's not going to be starved to those in Chutz Laaretz so you'd have to have Esser in one place fine. Now here, what it sounds like is what happens if the, the Yarden ends up rerouting itself. Okay? So, you know, to, to one side of it dries up and to the other side, the water starts spilling over. So it sort of, sort of starts diverting. So the Gemara says, What it, what it took, took, what it gave away, gave away. Now, what does that even mean? The Gemara asks, what are you talking about? If we're talking about a region that was part of Eretz Israel and now, now it's defined as Surya, well, I'm sorry, you can't say that it changes the status of Eretz Israel or not. It already has Becheskat, it's Chayib and Masur and Shvi, so nothing changes. Okay? Here it says, Bahapshita Rab Chaim says, Do Otoma Kom Becheskatoli and a Maisa Veshvit or Pshita Batamikara. We go by what it was. I don't care if the Yardan moved. However, so therefore, how do we explain it? Rabbi Yirmiya says, Rabbi Mishem, Rabbi Yonah, said, Rabbi Shem, Mishem, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yoshua, Ben Levi. We're talking about for three dinim. Lechazakot, Lebiurin, Ulamasa Bahima. What is this talking about? We know that, that, um, that if someone has possession of land for three years, he doesn't have to keep his contracts anymore. And we have, if he has his, his possession of a particular property, and he has a chazaka on that property, and if someone objects and say, what are you doing on my land? He says, well, I don't need to keep my star for so much longer. I've had a chazaka, no one rejected. It's my land. Okay. That's concept of a chazaka. Now, however, for chazakot, that only works if they're in the same region. If, however, someone's on Ever Yarden, we can say the reason why the person didn't object because he couldn't get there. Okay. I'll just, um, it says, meaning either couldn't get there or his objection wouldn't be heard. So the fact that the person's been on the property for such a long period of time isn't a proof that the property belongs to them. That takes us to the the Prekacheskabate. So what we're saying is, if the land diverts, and now the the owner of the land is now what was on the right side of the Arden is now on the other side of the Arden, now it changes the din of Prekacheskabate. Okay? Next in is Biurim. Now we know with Shvit, the Eretz Israel is divided into three different areas. You can continue eating Shemitah produce as long as it's still found in the field. But we said we divide Eretz Israel into different regions. So as long as it's found within your region, then you can keep eating it. But if, there's, if, it, if it's found in another region and in your region, it's too late. Biur, you have to apply. So when that's, now we're saying for the laws of Biur as well, rerouting the Yarden can impact that law. Okay? And finally, Lamasa Bahima. 
Now, what's Maisa Bahema? I'll read you Reb Chaim for this one. It says, Love Hainu Meir. We're not about your, the Shita Reb Meir, the Yarden Mafsik Lamaisa Bahema, that the Yarden is, is Mafsik if you've got five on one side, five on the other. The reason why Rabbi Meir says that they're on either side of the yard and combined is because one is considered Eretz one is considered Chutzaretz. We say that the yard and rerouting is not going to affect what's defined as Eretz and what's defined as Chutzaretz. It must be the high Tana, the high Tana, if he doesn't hold like Rabbi Meir, but to come out of the yard and mafsi kind of wishum de mircha kanzumizu. Because we said, no, that if you say got five lambs and five lambs at, uh, at a distance from one another, they have to be in close proximity within 15 mil, 16 mil, sorry, in order to combine to make uh, 10 to Machayiv and Behema. Now, what we're saying is, and why is that? That is because one shepherd can look after them all. If the, the yard is going to separate between the two, then a roe can't satisfactorily manage the two groups of five sheep anymore. So there's not mitzarif. So therefore, the rerouting of the yarden would therefore impact the laws of Masa Bahima. That's what we're talking about. Let's, let's continue. Rav Hila B'Shem, Rabbi Ben Lakish, he says, V'husha mashach afar. He says it's not, an, we're talking about something different. A reader of Chaim, he says, We're not talking about where the Yarden seemed to reroute slightly, where, you know, to one side of it dried up and the other side, it started spilling the banks. It sort of, uh, it seems to be dragged some soil from one side and, 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 and threw it to the other. That's what we're talking about. Lord Tema, we don't say Hagadel In other words, a soil that's been detached from the Eretz Israel side and thrown to Chutzar. So we don't say anything that grows there is considered like Eretz Israel. We say Mashnatan Natan. But now that's considered like soil of Chutzar and Zeal. Okay, let's just uh, do a little bit more. It says Shel Or Yesh Now we talked about in within Surya, we said that oh the area we said north of Chaziv and until Rosh Hashanah. And Nahar and Rosh we said those areas have to do two hafrashot. Okay, hafrashot chala, first one because it's um, because it's uh, it's burnt, and the second one you have to then um, you have to give that to the kohen. Now the gemara is going to try to understand that. It says why do I have to do why the one goes shool shul devar torah. That has a shear because that area is not really Devar Torah. It's not really Doraita, but because it's got a smachal Devar Torah, which means because that area was an area that was conquered by Olay Mitzrayim and once had Gushet Eretz Israel, that's why I have to do at one half Rasha Kashir. However, because it's chutz, it has a din of Chutzlar, we have to burn it. So therefore, the, the, that's why the first one that's burnt has, a, has to be the Kashir of either, basic 148. And Shel Kohen, Ein now the Gemara asks, okay, so the second one he gives to a coin doesn't have a shiur because mid So it says, Why not to separate two? The Gemara says, Why not to separate one and burn it? And that answer is, Because people might not know that that area in Surya is, has the din of Tumat Eretz Amim. And people think, Oh, what do you do? And when you mafresh chala, even if it's Torah, I can simply just burn it. And the Gemara says, okay, if already been Makil, Yafrish Lakoin, Volefrish Lor, then simply separate one Nocturne and give it to them. Oh, then you run to a different problem. Because it might be people that, that are there that do understand that area has too much if you like, and they'll think that a coin can eat Chalalet uh, Tamet. So therefore, you have to separate two. So, me talk to Mafrish Tehem, Lakushu Ba, Lakan, 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 Hunishal. 
Because therefore, an observer, when he sees two chalas being separated, he'll think, one second, something fishy going on here. When I was, when I lived in Bet Shemesh, you know, we only separate one chala. What are they doing in this area by separating two chalas? And then they'll be explained to them, oh, that's because, you know, this is an area that's conquered by Ole Mitzrayim, Ole Babel, has to Machot Saaretz. And the whole thing will be explained. And then there'll be no confusion in terms of why a chala is being burnt, why is one being given to a Kohen, and they'll understand what the story is. However, I'll just get to the two dots. We've got one more line. One more line. Vizum, vizum, What's this talking about? Rokhaim said this is talking about the ones in Chutzlaretz. As we said, the one, the two that do refresh in Chutzlaretz, we said the first one doesn't need a shear, and the second one you do kashir. So the Gemara says that is because mutavla nisrefe. Since Chutzlaretz is Bechomikrez midrabanan, and therefore in that case we said, well, that's why it's different. The one that, Nisre, that you're going to have to burn, that's Nisrep, which that can be a, a Mashuhu, if you like. And the other one that you give to a Kohen, that is the one that has to be Kashir, because that's an Echelet one. I, I may as well pick the one that's going to be consumed to be the one Kashir. Okay? That's a Shir.